Good, good evening, guys. Welcome to an evening episode of Random Bits. This would be episode 15 of the Random Bits series. This is an impromptu series that I do when I'm inspired by my own experience in my journey beyond codependency. Actually, my journey into being more of myself, more of who I am, and pursuing the things I want in my world. I'm going to share a bit today about uh, the discoveries that I'm making in my own journey forward uh, regarding money, exposure, trauma, and healing. Ideally, uh, hopefully this can add to your journey in becoming more of who you are, more freedom in your own well-being and happiness. It's not usually I do an evening one, but this one was inspired by today's events last few weeks and stuff like that as I've been doing work on the Know Yourself strategy and promoting it and sharing it with y'all. So if you're new to me, I'm excited to have you here. I help codependents rediscover well-being and happiness after their narcissistic abuse, after their codependency, and I help them accomplish that in the world by coming to know, love, and live who they are. So before we get started with that, I need to share this out with the community. The community is your safe haven here on the internet where you can find guidance, tools, and support in your journey and becoming more of who you are, coming to know and love yourself, and ultimately living free of the need to be codependent. So I'm going to share this out to them real quick here. Lots of buttons, lots of clicks. We'll see how these evening broadcasts go because I've only done a couple in my years doing this so it is good to see you guys i'm excited that you are here so discoveries about money exposure traumas and healing oh tell me guys what you think about money what what arises in your body as sensations and as thoughts and assumptions as judgments and conclusions as expectations when you think about money. Because I'm, I'm a few weeks ago, uh, an old post back from, from 2019 got a lot of attention about this thing I called, uh, it was a money course I taught. It's this little three-day thing I, I created way back when, and it got a lot of attention. People started asking me if I was going to do that again. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll look at it. And it kind of got me inspired to lean into the experience of money and my relationship with it what it means to me and you know how how am i relating to it but this also got me deeper into the world of actually receiving and into being exposed and asking for for things and taking up space and being out there with what i have to offer what I share what I do. And this really brings up some core stuff for a lot of us because in codependency we tend we tend to struggle with exposure because exposure has led to trauma, it's led to harm, it's led to abuse in our world. It's led to being shunned, it's led to being rejected, to being uh, attacked, to being put down. Things of that nature. And it's not allowed us, it's taught us to hide, it's taught us to be invisible, to stay out of the light, um, and to conform. And this has inhibited us in making uh, a successful, fulfilling life.
for ourselves because we've been trapped in trying to keep others pleased in our world. We've been trying to survive and avoid the exposure, avoid being harmed, avoid being humiliated. That's one of the big traumas in my world is social humiliation. It's being exposed and then made fun of for the way I am, the way I've been, the things I want, the things that the perspectives I have on things like that. And that started really early on in my life. Very One of my earliest memories is being laughed at for the way I did something. It's one of the, the core shaping events of my life. And this wasn't one event. This was a consistent event throughout my world. And this shaped me to fear exposure, to fear what other people thought because their thoughts had power in my world at that time. And it kind of makes sense. For a small child, you don't have a whole lot of resources. You don't have a whole lot of exposure to the world around you. You're really dependent on your parents. You're really dependent on your social uh, community that they provide. And if you're not, if you don't make sense to them, they're going to feed uh, criticism back to you. They're going to be confused by you. And then if your peers within this social construct you don't get you, then you're going to start to feel different, different in a way that excludes you, that makes you think that there's something wrong with you. And this conditions you to have a reflex, an emotional reflex, or what I call an emotional association with with being seen for who you are, with shame, you reflex to being seen. The reflex you have to being seen is shame. It's guilt. It's fear. What's going to happen to me? Especially if there's bullying involved. There is uh, social humiliation and exposure involved. And that's what I went through as a small child. This has been one of the hardest hurdles for me to work out in my world. Because we, to do what I do, I obviously have to let people know that I'm doing it. And then I have to share my own insights, my own perspectives, my own developments. And sometimes that is not received well. And those negative receptions can be very activating if you're not resolving on that conflict or in that trauma. And so for me, in this journey into building my own sovereignty my own prosperity, my own well-being, pursuing who I am and who I want to be, it's been a constant encounter with that trauma of social humiliation, of exposure, being harmed by being myself. So let me know if this is resonating or clicking for you or it's relevant to you. Let me know in the comments below. In this journey that I've been making, especially as we're launching, as I'm launching the Know Yourself Strategy and really leaning into something I really love to teach, this has been alive in me because there's parts of me that are going, oh, you're not worthy of this or, or this is selfish. Why are you doing this? Or you're wrong for wanting this or you're wrong for stepping out and doing this. My friends, codependency conditions us to be conformative, to obey to line up with the social narrative. But if we are to be who we are, we have to come into contact with the reality that we aren't going 
to conform and that other people will be upset with us. They will have their perspectives of us. And our work here is to become sovereign to the criticism. That means separate from the criticism, differentiated from it, and to allow that to be what it is. See, one of the biggest hurdles in my own healing in this is letting go of ple of well basically pleasing everyone letting go of the idea that uh, that the right outcome is that everyone is agreeing with me <laughs> to put it in that way and this is kind of the magic here the actual outcome the reality the sober reality of it is is that that's not the problem it's not even a problem if people don't agree it isn't my yard and it's not yours either. What they see and how they perceive things, that's their yard. That allows us to separate and um, differentiate from them into our own power and our own safety and well-being because their approval doesn't create our safety. And this is why, because then they can take it away. So there's no actual safety in there. The safety we seek, their courage we seek the the permission to be ourselves comes from within and it comes from a decision to deal with whatever shows up and to deal with that in compassion and love with ourselves that's the big work here i mean i i'm just down the road a few miles i'm not in any extravagant difference of place than where many of you are at i've, I've just i'm a little more practiced in certain things so I give this perspective as, hey, when we get down the road here, you, you probably are going to encounter these things too because the journey beyond codependency is the journey into who we are, is to in the journey into knowing, loving, and living who we are so that we can be in tangible contact with our own joy. And in that contact of our own joy comes the reality that other people aren't going to like that. They're not going to approve of it. And then we get to decide what we do with that. See, we don't. One of the things I do frequently is not try to appease a person who has a criticism of me. Instead, I give them permission. Yeah, you got all the right to have your point of view, and I have all the right not to care about it. That's the power of indifference. That's me standing in my sovereignty because I get to choose this and then act from it in a way that works for me because that's light and expansive for my body. And that light and expansiveness is a positive signal that I'm aligned with myself. Anything that's heavy for me is a signal that I'm misaligned. I'm not aligned with something true for me. So I want to check the comments here. Pam says, I'm so grateful beyond belief for you sharing your journey with us. It's such invaluable guidance. Yes, you're welcome. I think it, for me, I like to share it. And it's also a practice of becoming, of, of voluntarily revealing myself, becoming at my own choice, more um, revealed in that regard, which is me leaning into the consent of exposure. I'm sharing these things because I'm ready to let them be seen and heard and understood, as well as I want the freedom that comes with that sharing for me because I know for me that if I share something, then there's just so much less energy around. It's just completely dissipated. 
here I am, this is what's going on. And it feels alive, it feels good, it feels clean to me to put it on the table and so that we can all learn. Because I learn from you guys and your sharing. I'm, I mean, I learn from the messages I receive from y'all, from the, the emails, from my students, from my clients, from the community. I, I am taught every day about myself through you and you through you. It's a magical, cool process because we're interconnected and interdependent in this way. And it allows us to have some freedom there. Philippa asks, yep, it's okay to upset and disappoint others and let them feel how they feel. It took me a long time to get that point not easy and comfortable. Yet risking exposure is, yes, it is very brave. Thank you for seeing that. And that's really our work. When we are coming to know, love, and live who we are, we're also coming to accept that we are going to be criticized. We're going to be not liked. We're going to be rejected. We're going to be excluded. And we're going to be loved. We're going to be seen. We're going to be valued for who we are. This is the trick here. Because in codependency, there's a fantasy that every, of, I call it fantasy of uniformity, meaning everyone has to like me. Everyone has to feel the same way about me for it to be real. But reality, the sober, concrete reality is that it doesn't matter. It's both. It's both. People don't, there's a lot of people don't like me and a lot of people who do. And when we can capture into that reality that it's both, then we get to, we, we discover abundance. We discover the reality of, hmm, yeah, I can do this and I'm going to be loved and I'm not going to be loved. Cool. Suddenly it doesn't make no that much a difference if we get criticized, if we get rejected. Because there's people who love us and adore us. So one of the key factors in our pain, in our suffering in codependency is the belief in lack. Lack of love, lack of being seen, lack of being valued by ourself and by others. When we connect to the inherent abundance that's available to us in being seen, loved, and valued, especially as we're showing up as who we are, in the right places with the people who by their own nature demonstrate they care about us we start to see that it doesn't matter if we get rejected it's a hard hard lesson it's one i learn over and over and over that it is okay i'm not i have not failed i've not done something wrong and i am not bad because someone else disapproves of what i do or how i do it and this directly relates my friends to our ability to prosper. Prosper emotionally, prosper relationally, financially, prosper in our health, prosper in our happiness. Because to, to prosper, we must take risk. We must, be, we must choose some exposure to failure, to criticism, and to prosperity, and to acceptance, and to success. Both can be very intense components in our well-being, in our healing, in our journey. But it's ultimately when we accept that both are allowed to happen and neither of them define our value, but instead they point us in directions as to who belongs in our world and who doesn't. This is where we become very, very powerful in how we shape our world. Because now we're not chasing the person who rejected us, trying to change their point of view so that we can feel better about ourselves. Instead, we're like, I respect that. 
cool. And I'm going to go over here and I'm going to respect the people who love me and receive their love and build connection in the presence of that abundance. This is how we succeed in prosperity. And the same thing applies to money. Now, money can be one of those taboo topics in self-help and, and stuff like that. But I think money is more of a reflection of how we relate to our own value. We relate to the value of what we want and what we need in our world and what we're capable and willing to receive into our life and contribute to other people, places, and things in our world. I say it more as a result and not something that is indicative or, or is something that we must have. Instead, money is a result of how we're viewing ourselves, how we're viewing others in our own value. When we come really anchored into knowing, loving and living who we are, money changes because now it's not the source of our power, it's not the source of our peace, it's not the source of our pleasure or our happiness or our safety or well-being. Instead, it becomes a, a resource, a tool in crafting and, and building those things in our lives. Because sometimes, for a lot of us, money has been a very difficult experience. Coming into a healthy relationship with it is essential to our own peace of mind, safety, and prosperity. So that is basically the conjunction here is as I become more secure in being myself, I become more secure in receiving wealth and prosperity. That matters. It's prosperity that adds to self and other. It builds us all up that way. And that's the magic of really coming to know, love, and live who you are. And that's what I've been discovering and working with in my own space because every time I do a promotion, this comes up. Now, here's, the, here's, here's some fun things about healing. Healing doesn't mean that suddenly it's all gone forever. Often healing happens in like chapters in a book. Oh, got the, let, let's say the book is called Exposure Trauma. And it's got like 12 chapters. And I've closed chapter one on that, which is the exposure trauma just being myself publicly. That's gone. Now we've got chapter two, which is being exposed romantically. That's gone. Chapter three, um, I don't know, but what was another area that, oh, um, intimacy and, and, and sexual connection. That's closed. Now it's money and prosperity and working through that because the trauma and it influences all these com these elements of our lives. And so we're just closing chapter after chapter as we heal. And this is why it's a lifelong process. It's also why you're not failing if something happens to show up in your world that is related to a past trauma because it's just there right now. That's your emotional association with that topic and now you can resolve it. This is why we're not failing. It's why we're not actually technically stuck. We're in a discovery. We're becoming more powerful, more aware, more brilliant, more available in our world. Check the comments out here. Philippa says, also, when they don't like me, it's generally because they don't like themselves. Yeah, that's, that's completely um, reasonable there. And you're welcome, Linda. You're welcome. So this is the magic of work my friends this is what we're really doing um, i don't really buy into the notion that we're just suddenly i'm healed and everything's done 
this is a discovery of ourselves and at different levels in different ways. We're, bringing, we're coming more into contact with who we are and what matters to us, what our well-being is, what we want in our world. We're returning to wholeness, in my view. So just wanted to share those little tidbits about my current journey on this adventure with you, my friends. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. Go gently with yourselves. Tomorrow we'll resume our big trainings on how to know yourself. And I look forward to teaching you more about how loving ourself is and what that really means, getting deep into that. So looking forward to that. Be safe out there, and I'll see you guys in our next training. Bye-bye.